0: From the Ty Cats Audio Network, this is Ty Cats Today with Braden Neville.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Ty Cats Today for this Tuesday, July the 18th, 2023 right here on the Ticats Audio Network. On today's episode, Coach O spoke to me about preparing for the Argos. Tim White talked to me about his game against the Elks and playing with the new QB, Taylor Powell. And Javian Elliott celebrated his 30th birthday. And of course, at the end, we will have offensive coordinator Tommy Condell. We'll talk about that Ticats offense that's been heating up and what he likes to do other than football. But first, as always, we will get to some news around the team. The Cats have announced they signed QB Antonio Pipkin We knew a QB signing was coming when we heard the news about Matthew Schultz yesterday. So Antonio Pipkin will fit in as that third or second string guy here on the depth chart. Pipkin spent five seasons in the CFL with the Alouettes, Argos, and BC Lions. So a bit of a journeyman, but a guy who's been in the league, been around the league, and a veteran knows the CFL game. He's gone 141 for 260 on passes over 27 games in the league for 1,846 yards and six touchdowns. He's a dual-threat QB. He's also ran for 21 touchdowns over the course of his CFL career and had seven just last year alone. So a guy who can get it done in the air and, and can run the ball as well. An interesting pickup by the Cats as they get a little help at that QB position. Also announced today that Ty Cat's O-line was the number one ranked O-line in last week's games according to the PFF ranking system. Honestly, not a surprise here. They were excellent in the Edmonton game, and I asked Coach O for his thoughts on the rankings and more. All right, Coach, the team announced the signing of Antonio Pipkin. Just what you can give me on bringing him here to Hamilton, a veteran QB in the CFL.
2: Well, I think you just touched on it. Yeah, he's a veteran. He's he's seen a lot. Uh, you know, he's been in, been in some big games. Uh, he's you know done a decent job of short yardage, and you know we had an an option to go with a, with an unknown there or you know a little bit of experience so we we opted to go with the with the experience and uh just happy it worked out and according to the p f f ratings that just came out
1: the o line was was the most uh sufficient or whatever word you're looking for the best o line last uh last week just what you can give me on their performance in that game
2: i don't know about the p f f none of that like I know that they're working hard, they're having fun, um, they're a committed group, they're working to get better, they know they haven't arrived, they're a humble group. And, you know, shoot, they're, they're spending extra time, they're doing all those little things. I think Mike uh, Gibson's doing a great job with them, and it really starts from within. We, we always want self-starters, and I think it's a, I think it's a close group, and I think we're just scratching the surface.
1: And then Going up against Chad Kelly in this game here, a, a dual-threat quarterback, what does the defense need to do to try and
2: contain him? Well, I think their offense is going to go as they run the ball, and you know they're doing a not a good job, but a great job of that. I think they've controlled the majority of ball games. They got a a great belief system down there right now, and uh, regardless of when they've fallen behind in games, um, you you can just you can tell that uh, uh, that they believe, and that's why they're the the undefeated team in the league. So uh, we'll definitely have our hands full. But you know, Chad's, you know. that didn't seem too big for him as not just the Grey Cup game, but even even spot play throughout the year. You could see it last year, and uh, right now they're rolling.
1: That was Coach O following today's sunny practice at Tim Hortons Field. It was a spicy one out there. Tim White was getting in his reps at practice coming off a game where he had 71 yards on just two receptions, and who can forget the big touchdown he had in the third quarter to give TP his first career touchdown. He spoke about that touchdown playing with Powell and more. All right, Tim, solid game for you against Edmonton. You scored that touchdown that ends up ultimately being the game winner with uh, Taylor Powell. Just talk me through that touchdown play and, and coming from him on his first career CFL pass. Yeah, it was
3: cool. It was
1: definitely a great moment, I'm sure, a, a great moment for him.
3: <clears throat> and, uh, you know, we just called the play. The call came in, and uh, I think Taylor just seen it the perfect way that you could. And he put the ball up there, and I just had to make the play, and
1: uh, it just went great. Did you say anything to him after the touchdown? Was there any words after that? Yeah, I was like,
3: man, you keep the. Did you keep the ball? <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's it been like practicing with him this week? Now that he's practicing on that starting team and and just being around him as a guy and as a quarterback.
3: Yeah, I mean, obviously Taylor, he's a great guy no matter what, and uh, <clears throat> I think the energy is great. You know, I think we know as receivers that we, you know we have to show up for him, and uh, you know. The energy's been great these last two days. So, you know, we're just looking to continue it. You know, we have another day of practice and just want to get back out there on the field, really. Do you feel the team's got a little bit of momentum here now? that you've won two straight coming into this rivalry game with the Argos? Yeah, you could say so. You know, I think right now we're just, you know, in the process of, you know, day by day, you know, and we're just looking to get out there and play.
1: And You've been around this rivalry long enough now that is this – another game just another game or or is there something special with these with these Toronto or Toronto Hamilton games
3: yeah I think I think right now we're just focused on us you know trying to just put the best team that we can out there making sure that we're preparing correctly and just you know I'm sure guys are extremely excited to get out there and play
1: and finally what do you need to do in this one against this Argos defense to punch it in the end zone we just got to play hard at the end of the day that's what it's gonna take us playing hard off all four quarters that was Tim White following today's practice. Now, JV and Elliott spoke to me today, and he's celebrating his 30th birthday. That's a big one. It's his 30th birthday. He's coming off a great game where he had that big pick in Edmonton. The birthday boy is looking to improve on that performance this week and spoke about turning the big 3-0. All right, JV, first of all, happy 30th birthday. <laughs> Just wondering if you have any birthday uh, plans for, for tonight.
4: Oh, tonight, no. Nah. Just work week, man. Just chill. I do anything probably after the game, hang out with the guys, but nothing too crazy even over the weekend.
1: And now talking about last game, you had that big interception. If you, could you talk me through that play and just what went on there?
4: Yeah, well really man, it was just a it was just a factor of, you know, the rush getting there and me just doing what I'm supposed to do. You know, I was just playing ball. I had a guy man coverage, you know, and it was just really a reaction play. You know, it happened so fast I just reacted. I didn't really have time to think or anything like that. So that's really what it was.
1: It seems like that secondary has been able to break up a lot of passes, get some interceptions over these last two games. What has been done differently? What has been, you think, been the reason for all these these great interceptions and just break up on plays?
4: Um, just, just really how we uh, um, attack in practice, you know, working on the details. Um, like I said before, like we're a new group, uh, so we've we just been trying to get the same type of communication, be on one page, and uh, really just coming to work every day, working on our technique, and that's really it.
1: Now heading into this game against Toronto, one of the top offenses in the league, just what do you guys have to do to, to maintain them and maintain Chad Kelly?
4: Yeah, we just got to take everything we've done in the past and exceed it, like go to a higher level. like. You know, we got to take the communication to a higher level. We got to take the execution. That's the main thing. We got to execute, you know. Um, you know, like you said, they're they're a good team. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, as long as we do what we're supposed to do, then I think we'll – I don't think I know we'll be good, yeah.
1: In the locker room with these rivalry games, is, is there maybe a little more to it or is it just another game for you and the rest of the guys?
4: Um, to, I mean, I guess for the locker room, like, people, people understand – that it is a rivalry, you know, but for for us, we're, we're, we're so focused on getting this win. You know, really, it is a rivalry, but at the end of the day, like, we're just focused on winning, you know.
1: That was JV and Elliot. A big happy birthday to him. The final person I spoke to was offensive coordinator Tommy Condell. He sat down with me to discuss the season so far and how to build off last week's performance against the Argos. And I also wanted to know what coach is getting up to off the field when we sat down today. Offensive coordinator, Tommy Condell. Coach, thanks for joining me today. First things first, today the with the PFF rankings, they announced that the O-line was number one in the league last week. And just maybe a little bit you can give me on how they've been playing lately and their performance in that Edmonton game.
0: I don't know about any of the, the grades, but I, I enjoy watching their physicality and they're coming off the football. Obviously, in order to be a physical football team, we have to be also a running football team. And they were able to do that last week with 150 yards rushing. Uh, but it does, doesn't does go with them. It's a whole thing with the team because we have to block, be able to block some edges with the receivers. The receivers are heavy in, in the run game. Everyone's in there, not only with the quarterback and the running back, obviously, with uh, Mr. Butler and stuff like that. But I think they're all part of it, right? And uh, they all should take pride in what they do. But, you know, consistency is a, is a, a value that we, we really want. So can we do it and continue to do it?
1: now unfortunately matt schultz goes down last week taylor powell steps in just what have you seen from this young quarterback so far it seems like he's a confident guy he's he's been able to you know learn the offense he's been here long enough just what have you been able to see from him in his, in his time now on the first team yeah
0: taylor is you know one he came in here late for camp you know and no situation was really too big for him he studies he works real hard he absorbs any any information that he can get uh and and that's from a great quarterback room that we have yeah i know that uh, you know we lost matt and and obviously a few you know early in the season bo as well but it's not being lost with information you know we're all in there in that think tank and being able to share information and be able to help each other along to get better, iron sharpens iron, and we're just, you know uh, and we're able to do that there. And most importantly, uh, Taylor's able to absorb it and wants to learn from everyone and, and make sure of it. So that's what I see in him.
1: Now, with this receiving court, it seems like there's a lot of guys who are able to get stuff done up the field and in short yardage. It seems like the ball's been able to be spread out a lot amongst those receivers. Is that what you can something you consider a strength? Well, I think you know with any type of
0: you know, when you go into a game plan and stuff, you know it's all dictated by hey, how are they going to game uh, play you, right? And some guys get you know more shots than the others, but it all evens out in in the long run. And to be able to be a viable threat, you know, all across the field, not just one side. Uh, it's going to be important for any offense. I think the other thing that's really important for a receiver is what they do without the ball. Mm -hmm. You know, There's only one ball out there, and there's six skill guys, and specifically a lot of times only five receivers out there. And so one's usually only getting it. So it's very important for everyone to be honed in on the intent of the play, but not just that, but why we're doing it and understand where you come in in the progression. We try to give that information, the why, the intent, everything else, and to let them be able to use their God-given abilities out there after the fact. But they have to be a great teammate, and being a great teammate is part of doing without the football.
1: Now, one guy who's made a huge impact, it seems like, every single game is James Butler. What has he been able to bring to the offense in, the, in his time here since joining the team?
0: You know, James has not only been able to, obviously his rushing yards and what he did there and be able to he has great great contact balance but the thing that he's able to do is he's able to do multiple things not just run the football Mm -hmm. he's able to pass protect which is important get the calls that we do a great job of up front from an offensive line standpoint and then also be a threat coming out of the backfield so i mean he's able to do that and it's multi, and it's all wrapped up in one you know one package but he comes to work every day he wants to get better so that In turn, he just naturally—it's organically—it goes to the uh, throughout the team, understanding that he's not just doing it on the field, but he's doing it off the field, by be able to prepare himself.
1: Now, this is my last football question. We have the game coming up here against the Argonauts. Just what does this offense need to do to to penetrate that defense?
0: Well, number one, we got to be able to protect the football. You know, I mean, they're obviously they're Great Cup champions of last year, and we certainly respect what they do, how they do it, the coaches, all their players. They have great players and we're going to go out there and make sure we're prepared and we got to be able to protect the football
1: now i've been talking to a lot of the guys around the room just about what they like to do outside of football so coach what are you doing for fun outside of the game when you have some downtime <laughs> well there's not that much you know there's not much
0: downtime during the season right so but uh like most people know i, I have a large family mm-hmm. so uh you know it's it's we get on in there and and uh, we have a large, we have four boys and, and two dogs, so it's a chaos. It's a, it's basically a frat house, I guess you'd say. <laughs> so once we get out there, you know, we're doing something, let it be, you know, uh, I guess some crazy basketball, uh, and there's no fouls, obviously, because, uh, you know. <laughs> but, junkyard, but. Yeah, 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 however you want to call it. <laughs> and then uh, once in a while we get, it, it, we got this we there, and so we run a tournament down there, and it's, it's kind of crazy, and we, you know, get the wife Mandy in there, and she gets upset because she really can't figure it out, so... <laughs> i hope you don't show a play but she's not gonna listen to this hopefully so but <laughs> we do that we, we're a tight-knit group and uh and uh you know it's what i do uh, uh, coaching is what i do but who i am is is definitely a husband and a, a father
1: now are any of the kids into football is it is are you yeah. are you
0: trying to start them young here no no i you know i let them i realized a long time ago you know that they're going to do what they so they're all very very different you know uh, luke uh, is the one that 's really involved in football he gets mm-hmm. a chance to you know he, he, in high school and, and at p t and then at Burlington with the stamps there so he 's doing that and he comes here so he 's been around it all the time he 's got the sickness mm-hmm. uh, like uh <laughs> like i do uh, and maybe the little one you know why yeah. I have there uh caleb caleb is is loves the soccer and and loves all things to do with any computer and that and then and then my james thomas you know james thomas is is, is the guy that I hang out with when I want to talk about strategy. Yeah, You okay. know, so he, he's the guy that keeps me sane on that. So he's a thinker like myself. So we get a chance to sit down. I smoke a cigar, he grabs a Coke, and we have some fun.
1: Well, it's, it's great that you have that, that family connection, especially having them here, and I'm sure they enjoy going to games. Coach, it was great to chat with you, oh, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon, hopefully. Big thanks to Coach Tommy Condell, Coach O, Javian Elliott, and Tim White for being on the show today. Ticats fans, make sure to get those tickets for the big game on Friday when the Ticats welcome the rival Toronto Argonauts to Tim Horton's field. And also, remember Tim Horton's camp day, it's tomorrow, Wednesday, July 19th, across Canada. Every camp day, 100% of proceeds from all hot and iced coffee sales at Tim Hortons are donated to Tim Hortons Foundation camps to help undeserved youth reach their full potential. If you'd like to support Tim Hortons Camp Day, stop by at Tim Hortons tomorrow. I know I'll be stopping by for my morning coffee. That's all the time for me today. I want to once again thank you for listening to Thai Cats today.